0: well ladies and gentlemen i know you have been watching what's been going on uh with this situation with the russia and the ukraine or at least i have to keep up with it because it just um the things that we're seeing coming out of there uh what we should know you know going ahead um, how it's going to affect, you know, us here, you know, in the U S as well. So it's definitely always changing every single day. Now, if you see the title, I know it's crazy to see that kind of title, but Oh yes, it is true. Now these people are in a war with their own people. This has nothing to do with black folks. This is white on white crime and they need to stop this white on white crime um, I don't understand why they're being so violent. I don't understand that. Um, this isn't civilized at all. You know, I i mean, did they actually pray to white Jesus? I don't know, but they're being very, very violent right now. Um, and that's not our fight. And that's not our problem. The only time I'm going to talk about is when it is our fight and it is our problem. Now, when our brothers and sisters are stuck in their situation, then it becomes, okay, my problem to talk about what's going on. Um, you, if you're not in the field that I'm in, mean, you may not even be worried about it as much as I may talk about it. But just to give you a recap of how they were treating brothers and sisters they was trying to leave there, let's play this short clip. Uh, there were some reports about... Uh discrimination of uh, people with arabic or uh, african roots Um what can you tell us about that is this true did you experience something like this yes i experienced that there's a lot of hostility um from the, the white women they really don't like us to be in the train somebody was telling me i have to stand up i have to go out if i don't i'm not a ukrainian i shouldn't be in the train of a ukrainian i should find anywhere i should go to so it's really, really, really sad that we have to face this and they prefer their pets, their animals, even before a black man or a black woman. So it's really sad. All right, so you heard the brother say. the brother even said the Karens wanted their pets more than black people. OK. And yeah, I've been getting some little pushback from some of these Ukrainians coming on my Twitter and say, oh, well, not all Ukrainians are that way. I say, well, enough of y'all are I say to cause this. You understand, you holding Africans at gunpoint, you're making Africans get off the trains. They ain't got nothing to do with your fight whatsoever, but yet you're treating them horribly. You're showing your racism. Don't come over there on my Twitter page explaining to me. Don't do that. Talk to your countrymen, talk to your countrywomen women how they're treating black people. Now, on the top of treating black people that way, and we've seen the hundreds of videos that have been coming out, and shout out to the brothers and sisters who have recorded these videos. Shout out to the brothers and sisters who started the hashtag Africans in Ukraine. Shout out to them for doing that. That's very important because y'all have to understand, we have to use our cell phones and the internet to tell our story because the mainstream media, which is the white media, was trying to not report on this. Oh, they didn't want to talk about it. But once again, we forced them to talk about it because they had no choice. It was too many videos out there for them not to talk about it. So I want you to hear our brother here. Now, our brother, uh, uh is, is he from the Congo? I want you to hear what, what them folks told our brother here. Let's roll a short clip. They told us like we are going to give you guns and you're going to fight for Ukraine. I said, hi, we're going to fight for Ukraine. We are not Ukrainian. We are black. So how can we fight? How can we fight for Ukraine? <laughs> If we fight for Ukraine, we are going to, to die first because we are black. When do we say oh look at those black people? I think they are from <laughs> they are from NATO. So so we have to kill them first. So okay okay, how could they think that way? Come on. Ukraine. I heard our brother say that they wanted him an African to pick up arms and go fight for Ukraine. Now we have posted this maybe on Instagram and uh, also on Twitter. You also had more than folks showing up saying, Oh, well, they over there enjoying a the good life in Ukraine. Why can't they fight for Ukraine? Not their country for one, two, like the brother said, it's not our problem. It is not our problem at all. Why should Africans fight for your problem? That's your issues. Y'all figured out that mess. Y'all don't care about what happens in African nations. You don't care. You don't care what happens in black America. You don't care what happens in the Caribbean. You don't care about anybody else except yourself. And you exposing yourself daily by saying you're civilized. And this isn't a third world country Well, you're a third world country. Now you're a third world country. Well, welcome to it. And all reason you wasn't supposedly a third world country is because you were stealing all the resources out of Africa, so you can live high on the hog. Well, now it's visited your doorstep, but it has been in these people's history to always go to black folk to bail them out of their issues and their problems. You go all the way back to the Revolutionary War in America. All black people, you help us fight and you help us defeat the British. We give you your freedom. What happened to that? They didn't get their freedom. At all, right? Put black people right back into slavery. To go up to the Civil War, right? All those black people, help us with the Civil War and all of that. Yeah, black people got their freedom, and, and the Union troops had protected black folks for about ten years, uh, during with the Reconstruction era. And then when they had the Great Compromise, they pulled them out, and here it goes to attacking black folks again, treating us any kind of way. Every time you make a deal with the white supremacists. Is never going to end up well because the white supremacist is with the devil. Uh, uh, he's the devil period. He doesn't honor treaties. He don't even honor treaties with himself. Well, let's call it what it is. The reason why you got this problem and, and, and nobody wants to talk about this cause it's the truth. When you had the Soviet Union, Mikhail Gorbachev had told Reagan and them back then, look, if we had this breakup with the Soviet Union, you gotta sign a treaty saying that NATO can't get on Russia's back door and they signed a treaty for that now they have been not following that treaty and they've been inching closer and closer and closer and closer to Russia and so every time they've inch closer to Russia and try to get a, a nation to join NATO that's the same thing that happened with Georgia why why Russia invaded that that's the same thing that happened with Crimea why they invaded that. And now you got Ukraine and then Ukraine, that situation in a way kind of messed up because America kept telling them, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know, uh, flirting with the idea of them being in NATO. Cause they know, okay, we'd be in NATO. We'd be protected. Right. Um, now they say, Oh yeah, well maybe y'all possibly drawing the EU, you know, that way you become an EU member and, um, you know, you can come underneath our branch. No, they haven't done anything. Now, Jim Crow, Joe has sent 350 million U.S. tax dollars, your tax dollars and mine, to Ukraine the other day in the in a guy's for weapons. So he's sending all kind of weapons over there to Ukraine. But at the same time, you know, Putin got them by the uh, the balls. And the reason why he got him by the balls is because he tell them, You you step over here if you want to, I got something for you. I got I got these nukes waiting on you. You understand? Know so that one country is holding off all of NATO, and NATO is made up of many nations. Actually, NATO would defeat Russia; they would, but it would be a messy battle because, you know, you got what nine of those nine of countries all together that have the nukes like that. So, and they already threatened. They say, "Well, if it's World War III, it's going to be a new nu- nuclear war." That's what they said. So, with that being said, black folks don't need to be involved with that. Any African, under the sound of my voice, don't you dare be involved with a mess. But like their brother say, they'll go ahead on and, and get at you first. They'll kill you first for the kill their own people. There's so many neo-Nazis over there in Ukraine. So many of them, they, they are a training ground for, for, for the white supremacists. Now Putin said they had some Nazis over there. It's true. They do, but that's their problem. That's not our problem. I see more and more Africans now, and I'm pointing this out as well. Everybody's saying they black men now, they black women. They ain't talking about I'm Nigerian and I'm from the Congo. Look, listen, we, I'm glad sometimes a hard lesson is a good lesson. And, and we have been screaming in the wilderness that you live in under global white supremacy. They don't care about what country you come from. They're going to call you black. they gonna call you the N word. And now you got to see that in real time. So, but we are now seeing that some of our brothers and sisters are making it back home. Um, I heard some some people made it back to South Africa. Uh, Some of them have made it back to Ghana. Some of them have made it back to Nigeria. So the African countries are getting their people back home. It is happening. Um, But don't fight for these people. We have done enough for these people. We, we, We have been enslaved, you know, to these people and built up enough. Africans were colonized, you know, underneath these people and built up enough let them do everything on their own. Now, of course you're going to have some black folk that's going to run out there and try to be, you know, a a captain, you know, save, you know, white mommy and white daddy. And, and, And there's nothing you can do about that. But these folks, I just saw a story actually in Senegal, the Ukrainian embassy in Senegal is, is trying to recruit Senegalese men to go to Ukraine and fight. Why are you trying to keep recruiting Africans for? Go recruit your fellow Europeans, go recruit people in Poland, Romania right there. Go, go recruit them. Go ask them to go help fight for you. Why are you messing with black folk? Black folk don't owe you anything. And black folk gotta be a fool and a half. If you even think, and you're, you're rabbit, and I say rabbit, man, well, you know, if I can go fight for them, and, and maybe we win, um, I can have some citizenship, and, and I can leave Nigeria, I can leave Ghana, I can leave wherever. There'll be a decision you make until your death. If you want to, if you want to leave your country and go die, go, go ahead and go fight for the Ukrainians if you want to, because the Ukrainians cannot beat the Russian military. They can't. You'll be going to your deathbed if you go do that. And why? If you're going to die for something, die fighting for your people. That's what you die for. Die fighting for your family. You don't go die fighting for them people that they they remember. They said this is not some third world country. They call the African continent the third world countries. They said, this is Europe. Like they supposed to be immune from everything. So, so do not make that kind of decision. Women in those countries, don't let your men uh, make some bonehead decision like that. Get on they behind, hit them upside the head, hit them in the head with a frying pan or a brick or something. I don't know what you got to do to get it out their head, but tell them you going to fight for something. Fight, fight in this country, fight these politicians in this country as puppets for the West. That's what you go do. You want to go fight something? Go fight them. you talking about it's the government and, and, and it's the, the politicians are corrupt. Okay. Well you got all that fighting. You go fight them. Get the young brothers and sisters together and tell them politicians, you got to go today. It, 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 it ain't no discussion. You go on the day because you stole too much money. You done this, you done that. If you're going to fight something, fight in your country. Black folks have done enough for white folks. Let them fight on their own. Let them do whatever they want to do. Leave them alone. Even over here. Cause you know, I've had some people have this discussion. Well, what if we get started off over here? You know, uh, uh, he said he shoots a, a missile over here or whatever. I, this is how I think about it. Okay. We black folks in America, we fight, right? I'm not talking about fighting for your personal family fighting for your community, whatever. And we win. We go back to a system that was subjugated. We did all that fighting. So white folks can go right back to having more than you having privilege over you. Police still killing you. You you only own 0.05% uh, 0. Uh, 0. of America you go back to that, you do all that fighting to go back to that. And I, no, I'm not fighting for these people. I'm not fighting for these people to go back to that system. Uh, uh-uh. uh i fight for you. I'll fight for a true equality. I'll fight for that. But I'm not fighting to, to go back to be subjugated. No black folks have fought for these people too much and too long. And we going to fight. We fight for ourselves. And we, and Hey, if that's that they situation, that's their situation. I have no problem saying, you know what? Hey, look, you know, go over with my go over there with our with our cousins on the continent. I ain't getting involved with that. You can say whatever you want to say. Oh well, you you teaching the people to, to not want to fight? I don't want to fight to go back into bondage. You living in bondage right now. Think about that. You, when you fight, you're fighting for them. You know, all, see, our ancestors and even um, people in my family thought, oh, I'm fighting for this. I'm fighting for that. And, I, and brothers and sisters came back from the military in a military uniform and was still lynched in a military uniform coming back from fighting. World War One, World War Two. Look how brothers and sisters were treated coming back fighting from Vietnam. Look how they come back. Uh, uh, Desert Storm, Iraqi Freedom. You know, anything anything you could think of, look how black folks are treated when they get back. So I don't know, I was thinking a little different about that. But to each his own. I, I'm just not a person that wanna fight for them folks, not doing it. Nope. I'm not fighting for anything to make them comfortable. I'll fight for my community and make them comfortable. But not them. I'll fight for my family and make them comfortable. But not those people. No. Let Karen go out there and do what Karen do. You know, let Brad do what he got to do. That's how I feel about it. So we can always debate that. But I'm just not for fighting to keep them comfortable. No, not whatsoever. But shout out to our brother who told him, Hell no, I ain't fighting for y'all. What's wrong with y'all? He said, Ukraine. He la You know, laughing about the situation. Yeah, because they're yeah, they crazy in their head. they crazy. Africans to fight for them. Sure. And Africans need to be fighting in their own homeland. But this is, but this is what Africans got to think about. Come out of those, those other areas and go home and build your homeland, make the colleges and universities the best you can make them reach out to the diaspora and force your government to make it easy for brothers and sisters in the diaspora to come in and get at least permanent residency then they can work with time to get a citizenship, you know, that much. You want some schools. we got plenty of professors right here in America. Plenty of people that's been deans of colleges right here in America. Okay. That could come and help, you know, get, get the school up to where it need to be. We have so many great brothers and sisters here that want to go help, but you gotta, you gotta just reciprocate. So the issue is y'all got to start practicing pan Africanism on the continent. It can't just be, you know, brothers and sisters here talking about it. Y'all have to practice it. Y'all got the governments. Y'all can make that happen, or oh, it'll never work. If you if you never unify, it'll never work. Because see, they they supposedly be together, but you see how they leave one of their brothers out there. So that's not the way you do that. That's not the way you do it. But. Oh yeah, these people are gonna start begging, and already I seen old crazy Joe Reed talking about. Well, it is a it is an issue, and Black America should care. No, we don't have to care for what it has nothing to do with us. We didn't start it. We didn't tell nobody to start it. We not encouraging nobody to do anything. No, 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 no. Don't you let them them them, them bootlicks up here try to tell you we need to care about that. No. I I don't know. I mean, I, Hey, look, I don't want to see nobody suffering. You know, I mean, I'm a human being, right. But I don't really feel a whole lot about it. Just like how, when, when they watch George Floyd die, when they watch Breonna Taylor's situation, when they watch, you know, black people get killed, they, they say, Oh, that's, that's not, that's not, that's bad but do they really start crying about it and breaking down? No, they don't. Cause they don't. Now they understand it because they're seeing their own now suffering like that. Now I see them crying. Okay. So if they are crying for their own, well, let us worry about, you know, our situation. We got a lot of issues in black America. We have a lot of homeless black people out here, people on drugs, We have people, you know, still suffering because of the pandemic. We have a great mental health crisis right now. A lot of people dealt with a lot of deaths during the pandemic. We got inflation, gas prices. Uh, We have so many issues going on in America that we need to solve. We cannot go and solve a problem that's not even our own to fix. We got a ton of problems right here in America to fix. Don't you dare let let them uh, bootlegs tell you you should care. Please let, let us solve our problems here first. If some if we get involved with something later, that's all. That's different. But no, uh, uh-uh. uh, not at all. No fighting and no caring on this end. But thank you, ladies and gentlemen, once again for joining us on the podcast. We greatly appreciate it. It's your first time coming to the podcast, make sure you hit the subscribe button. We greatly appreciate you subscribing. Make sure you hit the like button and tell five people about the podcast. And also, uh, once again, want to thank the people that did donate. Uh, to the, uh, dance and dynasty GoFundMe. We greatly appreciate that. Um, we still, um, you know, doing that. We want to try to help them to get to their goal. Uh, we'll put the link in the description box. You know, say just, you know, you can donate and help with that. You know, as parents, you know how that goes. We, we know these are for the kids. Uh, it goes directly to the team. And, you know, with the travel coming up and, and them trying to get these, these building and all that, I greatly be appreciated. You know, uh, the, you know, the parents and everything, like I said, they, you know, regular, you know, middle class people, some people, you know, struggle. So that's why he's raising funds, you know, that's just, you know, part of it. So like I said, we come together as a community and help. Like I say, it definitely, definitely we can get them there a lot faster. We greatly appreciate those who willing to bless them with love offerings. So once again, thank you for listening and see you next time.